0: All right, welcome to the More Juke Giant on NewRadioMedia.com. I'm your host, Ben Rose. Today's show is brought to you by the Dead Rabbits Artist Guild out of Flint, Michigan. Check them out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Today, I am joined in the studio by the Red Shift. I have Scotty, Marky, and Jerry, right? Yeah?
1: Yes. yes. Great. Uh, you got it. Yeah, you got it.
0: <laughs> All right. Yeah, now uh you guys kind of uh went on a, a not semi not permanent semi permanent hiatus, right? Many yeah. many years ago because somebody had to go and move to Vegas. For some odd reason, yeah, I
1: just decided to uh
0: Yeah, what the hell were you thinking?
1: I, I now you know hindsight's always twenty twenty, so right. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit thinking, closer,
1: yeah. yeah. Thinking back then it was uh, a good idea, thinking now, who knows. Yeah,
0: we're gonna who get knows. you back in uh Back in Michigan? I
1: don't want to make any lofty promises, but, yeah,
0: We're not saying Armada. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lofty promise. Yeah,
1: that's a a very lofty promise to
0: to move there, yeah. For sure. Now, Mark, you've been on the show before with St. Thomas Boys. Yeah, A few months back. Yeah, it was. It was a good episode, a really good episode. Uh, It's probably one of
2: your uh, top-ranking episodes, I assume.
0: January 11th. (laughs) Damn, I pulled that date out. Yeah, it was January 11th. Okay. Yeah. Nice.
2: Yeah, all right. Yeah, That's good stuff. So we're, uh, I'm glad to be back. Yeah, good, good. I'm glad to have you back. Especially
0: with these uh, fine Yeah, Scotty here. And, yeah. and Jerry, yeah, and you guys are. You're like uh, like, like really flashy Mormon missionaries. Yeah. It's yeah. a little bit, yeah, it's a little black tie.
3: Absolutely. Yeah? yeah.
0: All right. <laughs> we, can, we spread the word. Spread that the is. word. Right. That's good. I like that. All right. So you're back in town. You're doing a reunion show kind of uh at uh, it's at it Blake's. Is it right there at the at the actual site house? Yeah, cider yeah. 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 house. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. With uh, the high views with Jeff bitzinger Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We're,
2: we're bringing Jeff uh along with us and uh, uh, there's a few other bands that day. The Uptown All Stars. Yep. And then there's going to be a band later that night that hasn't been announced yet, but it's uh, there'll be one more group on on August oh. 25th as well.
0: So. Okay. There's nothing that we can say right here. No. Okay. Okay. It's,
2: it's a. It's a Top secret uh, top. revealed by Blake's. It's somebody from Nashville. Let's just say that. Oh. So it's, it's it should be something pretty. It's uh, sizable, f- yes.
0: Somebody fancy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. I can I, I I can get behind that. I guess I won't press. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is it can big and rich? <laughs> no. It is. You can, you can press <laughs> all, all your eyes. Yeah. I don't well, know the answer. <laughs> well, uh, the big and rich has become a joke here because it's the only guest I turned down.
1: Oh seriously? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Smart. <laughs> I hope it is. <laughs> I will rue the day. You the yeah. day. It so I was like, I was like, you know, no, yeah,
1: yeah. it's a hard pass. If, if, <laughs> if it was. <laughs>
0: it would probably would have been my like most like high profile guess, yeah. but it's like, no,
1: don't want to add that on the repertoire for sure. No, no,
0: not a lot to talk about with you guys. Yeah, I was like, uh. So, uh, this horse and a cowboy thing? Okay. Uh, so, the last time you played, Berkeley Front was still open. Yeah. You played a show there, and then you played a show for me in Flint. Yes. Yeah, yep. yeah. which was awesome, because I've, I've been a fan of you guys for a long time. Well, yeah. Since, yeah, you. since I did first first uh, heard you at the Belmont. Oh, yeah? Yeah, when you uh, played with the, the Coffin Cats yep. and Amino Acids. Was it? Uh, Punks and Greasers, Greasers, probably right. Yeah, it was yeah. the second one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which was an amazing show. Now, how did you guys start playing together? You know, it should, should go kick it way back, huh? Yeah,
2: that's yeah,
0: it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's way back. <laughs> way back. <laughs> well, um, 10 years, right? 10, ten plus? Yeah. Uh,
2: 20, yeah. This is going to come yeah. in at 18, um, 16,
1: how
2: many years? 2001. 18-ish? Yeah. Is when, uh, yeah so oh, be, wow. It's coming up on a 20 year anniversary but um jerry and i played together in in a couple different groups as we were just learning to play just just out of high school and through college yeah and finally we were both finishing up with college but we didn't want to give up playing music and and our bass player um at the time um joined the army which is one of our tunes and so as he went away jerry and i still wanted to keep you know keep rocking keep playing yeah and we kind of had a a new vision of some some tunes and we were working on them together okay um but then I'll let him kind of bring in the next uh, part of the story of, of,
3: of where it lends to, to Scotty coming onto the scene. <laughs> okay. Well, having all grown up in Armada, we all knew each other. Okay. Uh, Scotty's a few years younger than us. and um, So he wasn't really on our radar at all because he was still in high school at the time. And Mark had graduated and was subbing in uh, high school at the time. Oh and <laughs> he was one of my substitute teachers. As <laughs> as all good teachers should, he he got Scotty to join a punk yeah. band. Yeah. Build um, connections with the students and right, uh, exactly. And that's that's the way it yeah, should be. Punk, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we had a, a show at Southern Thumb in Richmond and, and yeah. he did a short set and, and that was Scotty's first show with us. Mm-hmm. Um, kind uh, of Do a, you remember his condition? So that uh, he's like, I'll do this show
2: with you guys, but there was one condition. You remember what it was? The song that you made us play?
1: Oh yeah. Uh, So, (laughs) yeah. Do you want to say this, or so? I'll say it. I got no. I got no problems with that. So, first off, when I when I joined the Redshift, I had never played bass, and uh, I was a guitarist. I had no idea what uh, bass guitar was. Um, So, our very first show was probably two weeks after I joined the band and I literally played every single thing on the e-string. The e that was it, up and down the fretboard. That's all I knew how to do. Yeah. With, with the bass that rer, I gave him. Right. That he used probably for about the first three or four years of the band. Oh, More I than mean. that. Yeah, the perv. Maybe. Yeah, the perv. The old
4: perv. Well, the perv. Yeah. That's PB? the one
1: I'm, uh, that's one I'm playing today.
2: It's a Washburn Lion, but oh. there's a sticker that I had on it that said pervert, and it was kind of Oh, okay. Worn away and stuff like yeah. that. So the bass became known as the perv. As the perv. Oh, I got <laughs> it, just, it. It just happened. It worked out great this right time. Right on. With this instrument. Self-fulfilling. So yeah. yeah. It was meant to be.
1: Yeah. It, <laughs> really it was like it was my Excalibur. <laughs> 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 he was the only one that could really wield the perv yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> in quite that way. Yeah. Oh, man. So the condition I had when I joined the band was that uh, at the end of the show... We had to swap. I play guitar, and Mark played bass. I think for this one, yeah. Uh, but we ended up playing a punk rock version of "Hit Me, Baby, One More Time," amazing uh, by Britney Spears. Yeah, <laughs> and it sounds in theory that it would be amazing. Yeah. Um. In, in a certain sense, it was. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, was, it was different. It was different. It was memorable. It was well. I think for a lot of the reasons that the whole show is memorable for everybody. First off, you know, um, it was the first uh, edition of the Scotty's black hair because mm-hmm. i had dyed my hair black right before then right uh, and we also wore painting jumpsuits yeah we didn't have then, the the shirt and tie
2: yet yeah. it was a we were going with a little more uh, astronomy theme so we kind of had a oh,
4: okay yeah almost
2: a, a spacesuit type of look uh, we didn't have the helmets on for this gig because it was probably over 90 degrees but we did right. have right. all matching uh kind of white jumpsuits on yeah uh, that looked more like we, we had just got done painting a garage or yeah. something than, we just did than some, playing uh, a punk some rock show. Work. Yeah. Um, but uh, so, need, needless yeah. to say, after that show, we did have to go back to the drawing board. And there was, um, there was a good six, eight months before we got out and started playing um, some real shows the following year.
4: Okay. Um, when okay. we started
2: to, to craft the band uh, from, from that original show yeah. of July 2001.
0: Now, where did the, the shirt and red ties come from?
2: We 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 actually played, I would say what two or three shows, with just, you know, t-shirts, whatever, jeans, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever you want, you know, just yeah. just be yourself type of thing. And um, and, and but you know, Jerry and I had kept talking about, hey, we, you know, we gotta we gotta, we gotta look like we're a part of something here. And um, we actually went, I remember going to see the Hives play,
0: right,
4: and um,
2: and their whole show kind of blew us away, and they had the full suits on, you know, right, right, and. And seeing that, and obviously our our history growing up listening to the Ramones, and they yeah. kind of have that that uniform, right? Like we got we have to do something. But you know, what could we do? And we we, we had the whole the red shift, the yeah. the communist kind of back um, story to the whole thing. Yeah. Let's kind of get a, a uniform look, and so right, you ended up going with that. And the first show that we broke out the ties, we didn't have these. With these uh, nice oh, ties—they yeah, yeah. you know, weren't no, high-end yeah. like my, this. my mom actually tailored us up some, right some makeshift yeah. ties that we yeah. used for the first gig. And one of our um, best friends ended up buying us these ones that we wear today. Uh, before went, yeah. the age of Amazon, where you yeah. can get whatever. We couldn't you get want them within the a week, so my yeah. mom had to make yeah. m- make these ties for us, <laughs> and uh, worked out. Um, and then it, pe- we became known as, "Hey, those are the guys that wear the red ties," you know, type of right. thing. And yep. um, it, it was always. Uh, you know it became part of the right you get the redshift you get that outfit you know yeah. it worked yeah
0: yeah i mean like so if somebody wanted to book you and they're like well can we get a discount without the ties you know right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with the ties, with it's the extra. ties that, yeah okay yeah, yeah same so. price either way yeah <laughs> well that's that, see that's good zero that's yes. really good now when did you when did you start recording I mean, obviously, you played. Really? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we we actually,
2: Jerry and I had already completed probably six or eight songs that we had kind of recorded in the basement where I played bass on all of them. So when he came into the group, he could actually listen to, hey, this is what we're kind of looking at. And um, then we went back and re-recorded a few of the songs and added some new Mm -hmm. ones in which Scotty was um, singing on Mm -hmm. and playing bass on those ones. But that was our first album, which was kind of just a basement recording called Rock Action. Right. And some of those songs were later released on um, right. some real studio recordings uh, on some of the following albums. Tweaked and perfected at that yeah. time. T- yes. Tweaked
0: and perfected. Yeah. Um,
2: but yeah. As it was, perfected as it could be. <laughs> so yeah, we were kind of recording stuff and getting those ideas even before Scotty had joined the group.
0: Okay. All right. Now, you had... Um, so you're most you're, the last release you did was just another red scare, yep. right? Which was 2006. But you had a couple of them before that. Uh, but uh, better red than dead. Yep. And uh, I don't want to. I don't want to get Gassed. Yeah. That's such a great title. <laughs> True story. <laughs> yeah. 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 In mm-hmm. More ways than one, right? Yeah. I don't want to get Gassed. Uh, yeah. It's like a. Like, it's like being in a tour van. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I know that all too well. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah. yeah.
0: Is that you? Know, is that on you? For what? Is that on you for that? Like, do to get gas tour van? Okay. Oh no! Yeah, all the right. tour
1: van I was on at a later time in life. Oh, okay, yeah,
0: yeah that happens. Yeah, because you, you played in in a, in a few other bands. Some I that did. Have, that really like toured.
1: Yeah, I did. Yeah, that was great.
4: It <laughs> <That> was great. <laughs> It was great. It was a fun See. time. Yeah. I mean, when
1: you're in your, you know, you're 23 years old or 24 years old, and you have an opportunity to go on tour with a band that you've right. opened with or opened for many times, you yeah. jump on it.
4: Well, and oh it's yeah, it's great. And it's
1: a great time. It's a great experience. You learn a lot, mm-hmm. and uh, and it kind of shapes you as to what's going to happen after that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: And
2: sometimes when you do that, you call, you know, your friends, you know, on the second day of the tour, and say, "Hey, I'm quitting." Yeah. <laughs> and I'm say, like, I'm "No, you're ben not. In Who wants no. to pick me up?" Yeah. I'm like, no, you can't quit yet. And uh,
1: he stuck it out, and
0: that's uh, good. Yeah. Yeah. So everything worked. Good
1: five months on the road
0: now who'd you tour with
1: so i toured with the independents
0: oh right on yeah, so
1: uh will and evil hired me to play bass for them for for a u.s tour cool uh and it was fun it was a fun time we had a lot of great shows we, we met up with some great people so um it was definitely an experience that if i had bowed out early like i had I had I thought i wanted to i wouldn't have gotten a right the, the knowledge and experience that i got
0: right yeah that's what you you don't you don't skip out on that one. No. 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 Oh, no. But you've, you, Mark, you, Marky, have been playing with St. Thomas Boys. Yep. And Jerry, what? No. No. <laughs> no. So, <laughs>
3: it, it, this
0: it, is, it, is why you're in the corner. Yeah. yeah. No. Marky
1: didn't give me permission to talk, so I'm just. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't give permission to sing usually either. Yeah. So. No. I, um, yeah. 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 Don't let me. Say no, <laughs> immediately on the.
2: Um, at the last show that the Redshift played, uh, played it was uh, November 1st, 2008 at Smalls. Yep. Uh, when we played that show and Scotty was leaving within a couple weeks to, to move to Vegas, some of the members of St. Thomas Boys were there. Yeah. And as I'm getting my amp off the stage, they're like, hey, what are you doing? i like, just loading out. They're like, no, you want to join our band? And I'm like, well, I got nothing else on my calendar for the next, uh, you know. So it's all good curious. band stories. So this happened, <laughs> happened
1: while the seat was still warm. Yeah,
2: yeah. Wow. They went right in, you know, and I. Wow. I, I, was, I mean, it, it was not easy to take something that you know we had been a part of for eight years, right. uh, and you know, and being childhood friends with these guys was not easy to, to say, say end this and it's just done. You don't think about it. So for me, it did help kind of get over some of that 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 loss, you know, right. of of the of the red shift. To, to keep playing and and playing a few of the, we played a few of the Redshift songs with, with St. Thomas so that right. was always fun
3: um, to do that and they, and they kind of helped me work through that stuff. Uh, did you demand know. that you play "Hit Me, Baby" one more time though? No, you know, I didn't, Scotty. You, yeah, you, you should have. I think you should. I think you should go in with. I mean, the you still got demands. You still have time. I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: but you, you did have Tuna play on. Uh, yes. <laughs> yep. On. Uh, yeah. What was what, what was he the he track? He played on "Skunks of Punk." That's
2: right, and. Um, shining path yeah On just another red scary played on those two um those two songs and that's that's where i you know we had been playing with st thomas for quite some time so we knew the guys but we uh we knew tuna um because he had worked with us in the studio Mm -hmm. things like that so it was it was easy for me to get in and start working with those guys i was already friends with them right right and
1: familiar with their tracks and everything too yeah Yeah. so
2: we knew we knew the tunes and um we're gonna have tuna out with us on the 25th as well so he's gonna come on stage allegedly I going to do a few
0: songs with us, yeah. Yeah, I'll be there. I, I'm not going to miss this one. Uh, I, I was, un, uh, I unfortunately wasn't able to make it out to the Berkeley Front, but I did get to see you guys the next yeah. day up yeah. in Flint. Yeah, you know?
1: that was a fun show. Which for is, sure. yeah,
2: that was a great show. Right.
0: That's a venue I miss.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the they, Machine Shop.
0: Well, yeah, not the Machine Shop. Not the Berkeley Front. It's oh, okay. gone now. Yeah. 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 It's some little. Um, it's a restaurant. They open up. There's win- like I guess there had been windows upstairs like the whole time, just boarded up. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Facing. Finally. Facing. Yeah, yeah. Like just they like, uncovered them yeah. you, know, and I, you know they <laughs> they do like world. small like a small plate type thing. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, whatever that is. Tapas. Tapas. <laughs> Tapas. Oh, I, want a, I want a normal size plate and I don't want to share. Uh, 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 no. Um. You don't have that luxury. No. No. All right. So we're going to take a break sh- uh, in just a couple minutes, and we come back. Uh, I guess we can play a few tracks off of uh, Smell the Red Scare. Uh- But we're going to try to talk you into staying. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I think you should. Every every time time. he comes home, Jerry and I try this, too.
2: So any help we can get. Uh, Any fans out there, if you want to call in, you know, great time to do it. You've got a GoFundMe page. A lot of sources. Get Scotty back on the pro skating tour. (laughs) Get him back back in Armada, you
0: know. It's uh, 248- no that's not even the right number. Give my 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 personal number out. It's eight four four nine 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 two four nine. It's eight four four nine 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 two four nine. Or you could uh hit me up on the Twitter at Motor City Juke or Instagram motor, at Motor City Juke. And if you uh you know, we'll start a petition. Right? Yeah.
3: Will that work, Scotty? Will yeah. a petition work? It might.
2: Yeah. How many signatures do you think are needed? Like at least eight. (laughs) Okay. So we're. (laughs) Doesn't include us though. No, no. It starts a separate petition. Can you tell
0: him not to not to stay?
2: (laughs) His parents will probably start that one. Yeah, Yeah, that'll be started pretty quick.
1: Go back to Vegas.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Go back. Vegas. Um, Yeah.
1: Vegas. Yep. That's an interesting city.
0: Yeah, I was there for like less than an hour, and I lost money. Yeah, I didn't even right. leave the airport. Yeah. Ugh.
1: You lose money, you get heat stroke, and you leave. Yeah. That's...
0: <laughs> I enjoyed. it. Man.
2: I came out and I visited with Sky, and he took me to some of the uh, seediest punk bars in town and kind of a little tour. Double Down? I... Yeah.
1: We went to Double Down. We
2: went, we went to, to the Dive Bar. the
1: Dive Bar, mm-hmm. which was uh, it's a new spot uh, than mm-hmm. the old Dive Bar, which is nicer than the old Dive Bar.
0: Right on. <laughs> All right, got to take a quick break. We'll be back in two minutes with more, the Morrissey Juke Joint and the Red Shift.
5: If you need a fingerprinting service, A1 Fingerprints is the place to go. A1 Fingerprints specializes in fingerprinting for teachers, students, law enforcement and more. A1 makes the process so easy and simple you can be in and out in 10 minutes. A1 does walk-ins so appointments aren't necessary. A1 Fingerprints located in Southfield on Southfield Road. Go to a1fingerprints.com for more information. That's a1fingerprints.com. It's that easy. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at
2: Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake.
6: Plus,
3: the latest LiftMaster garage door openers and the toughest retractable screens on the market. All by the push of a button, Tarno Doors is celebrating its 50th year anniversary and is the recipient of the 2016
6: Subcontractor of the Year from the Home Builders Association. Tarno no doors.
1: Tarno no doors. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information.
0: All right, welcome back to the Motor City Juke Joint on New Radio Media. Joining me in the studio is Scotty Markey and Jerry of the Red Shift. Well, you are the the entire Red Shift. So let's uh, let us take a, a listen, a fine listen to uh, the re- Red Scare off of uh, your, I guess your most recent. <laughs> yes, the new album. Yeah, 12, 12 years old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one more year and it's a teen. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, well. <laughs> oh, true. shit. Yeah, your, your most recent album is going through puberty. Hmm. Uh, here's uh, Red Scare and the more joint.
4: <laughs>
6: we the champions. Don't care, don't care Social revolution weigh heavy on their minds But the light to the police And carry guns all the time Well, someone's said, right hey, now So what you gonna do? They killed soccer And bad it Who's gonna pay now? So what you gonna do?
0: All right, that was a red scare by the red shift now okay yes there is a kind of a theme uh i don't want to say like a real big political theme but kind of uh yeah so what 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 inspired you know some of these songs marky marky i know because that's <laughs> why i'm looking straight across <laughs> at him <laughs> um,
2: really what's been fascinating to me is just history you know yeah. what i mean and 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 telling stories and that's what what all these songs are really are, are telling stories of different hardships and things like that. And um, yeah, there's a, there's definitely a a political feel to, to many of them. Yeah. And sometimes we just play on that kind of tongue in cheek and things like that. And, you know, but really it just comes down to interest in, in in stories and kind of getting that out to the, to the, um, through the music.
0: Right. Yeah. Like the Ramones would do, have a couple of songs that were, had a little little undertone to it, but they you wouldn't consider them up like a political band. I mean, right. just I mean, essentially a pop band, really. Even though they're a punk band. Yeah, yeah. Which er,
3: early on, when we started playing um, in our one of our first bands, yeah. we had many attempts at doing love songs or like you know songs about girls that are very popular, and they were really really bad. <laughs> And so when we started the Redshift, we kind of made a, like, a silent pact to each other, like, yeah, no love songs, no we're reason. not going to sing about relationships, because right. there's plenty of shitty love songs out there by bad punk bands. That, oh, yeah. So by taking that off the table, it kind of it forced us to do more interesting things, yeah, and yeah, politics right was always a, kind of in a, both of our wheelhouse, and um, it definitely made us a little more unique, because we weren't just singing about being brokenhearted and, and right. all that stuff that goes along with
0: it. right. Yeah. And, you know, and that's that's something actually that I really like about the red shift is that there is there's a little bit of that political undertone in there. And yeah. 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 We were doing it it before Billy Joel, Right. You know,
3: Green Day took that from us. They did. Really. American Idiot came out after. Yeah.
2: But we weren't doing it before Billy Joel. Right. That's sure. true. Yeah, cuz he yeah. started the fire. He yeah. start the fire. Or no, well, and, uh, he says he yeah. didn't, but he didn't, you know, he know damn he well he did.
1: Yeah. It's always the one who said they didn't do yeah, it. Again. Yeah, yeah. Right. You
0: look in the background of that video, there's a gas can and a, in a yeah. box of matches. Totally did it. You know, and then M&M that line anyway. <laughs> uh <laughs> Dr. Dre song. Uh, you know, it's th- this is a time uh in 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 this country or this world where politics is a huge factor. And there's a this country is very, very divided. I've interviewed some nationalists that, um, get really, really, um, fired up at any mention of anything red or not like red is like in, in like, na- like, 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 um, like republic, like a republican state. No, red is in that they communist. So, is there, and I'm assuming your media is rather conservative, right? <laughs> very much. Has so. there been anything like that, or no, um.
1: Well,
2: not in Armaida. Not in Armaida. Nope. In Armaida, we've always been treated with uh, the utmost good. respect, That's and, good. and uh, yeah. you know we um, we've always had good crowds there if we played a show and different yeah. things like that. So it's been great. But we've gone to other places and have been mistaken uh, for, for things that were not. And uh, oh, and and. And so, we, yeah, we've definitely have had insults hurled at us and different things just out of... Amongst stu- physical objects. Yeah. And really? <laughs> amongst <laughs> other things. Just out of stupidity, you know, and not knowing, you know. Well, that's kind
3: of where it came from. That, that show at the Logger House was where we really realized yeah. that people thought we were commies. Yeah. And really? so we intentionally started playing it up at that point.
4: Well, good. Yeah, yeah
3: because a guy came up to Marky. That's where We're Not yeah. Commies came from. Okay. And actually said, hey, you guys are a pretty good band. It's too bad you're communists, and <laughs> and of course we thought that was hilarious. Like yeah, like we're farthest thing from that. But right. it's a great, great little thing to have and, and to kind of become your own thing and, and yeah. own it instead of like shying away from it. Right.
0: But like Elvis Hitler, you know, being accused of being being, you know, racist or whatever, and they're mm-hmm. far from it. I've interviewed Jim Leedy, and 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 it's just it was like shock value. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. And right. then realizing that he kind of shot himself in the foot with it and couldn't tour Europe that he really wanted to do. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. But yeah. actually, uh, let's, let's listen to We're Not Commies. How about that? That sound, yeah. Yeah. Cause that's a, sounds that's great. A, yeah. That's a fun story. It, it is, is a fun <laughs> story. It is a fun story. Yeah. All right. Here we go. We are back. That was We're Not Commies. We have to take a quick break, but we will be back in two minutes with more of the red shift on Motorcy Juke Joint.
5: Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54 hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tea time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our nine and dine special, nine holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com.
0: At Murray's Part City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me. Just listen to what our customers have to say.
5: The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous.
0: They make you feel like you're at home.
7: Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Parts City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Wald Lake.
0: We've got the parts you need, when
5: you need them. If you need a fingerprinting service, A1 Fingerprints is the place to go. A1 Fingerprints specializes in fingerprinting for teachers, students, law enforcement and more. A1 makes the process so easy and simple you can be in and out in 10 minutes. A1 does walk ins, so appointments aren't necessary. A1 Fingerprints, located in Southfield on Southfield Road. Go to A1Fingerprints.com for more information. That's A1Fingerprints.com. It's that easy.
7: Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, PodQuesters, where we fight through imaginary battles. And pray to the Dice Gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic sweeping adventure. We try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways,
3: check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com Fridays, Podquesters. See you there.
0: All right, welcome back to the Motor Juke Joint on NewRadioMedia.com. I'm your host, Ben Rose. Today's show brought to you by... The Dead Rabbits Artist Guild out of Flint, Michigan. Check them out Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. A very talented group of artists. Also a bunch of greasy bastards.
3: It's the best kind.
0: That's uh, that's their words, <laughs> not mine. Nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you know. Run it. Uh, <laughs> Own it. <laughs> that's right. So you guys have been playing for forever since 2001. Yeah. But what? You snagged you up and out of high school but what were your influences what made you pick up a guitar scotty
1: uh i i never listened to punk actually until i got into the red shift i was <laughs> i was raised on weezer and sloan and led zeppelin and weird stuff like that a whole mishmash of you know yeah kind of alternative, alternative right. rock and then it was marky that gave me a ramones album and said, listen to this, because this is what you need to start to sound like it, it, as, it, as good a good teacher should.
0: It, it's, it's, it's like, yeah, as a good teacher yeah. should. And then it was yeah.
1: just, after that, it was yeah. it was nonstop for me. But, uh, yeah, it was weird influences that brought me to the game.
0: Yeah.
2: And um, for, for myself, I, I wanted to get a guitar the first time I listened to um, the song Los Angeles by Frank Black. Okay. Know, from the Pixies. Um, so that kind of got me into all the alternative music. I'm like, i like, I really could play the guitar. I could do this. You know, there was bands like Nirvana out at the time yeah. and things like that. But I could do this, and I had friends that were were doing that. And then I got a guitar um, in October of 1994, and I just would try to play it, and it was just noise. You know, it was, <laughs> yeah. it was terrible, and uh, and so it was very frustrating. And I I, I took some lessons and things like that, mm-hmm. but um, I think. I just kept listening to the alternative music and then who influenced those bands. So it was all yeah. the punk bands. And then I, I got to the point uh, where I was like, you know what, I can play a few of these punk songs. And so, so I just right. stuck to that. And, right. uh, uh, and then from there it opened up to, you know, things like rockabilly and country and, right. and some of those influences. And now, you know, even reggae music, things like that, it, I've always had a, an interest in, right. but it just kind of initially was that, that alternative rock that was real popular in the, in the early, um, 90s is um, what turned me on to wanting to play guitar and kind of mm-hmm. being obsessed with it even before I had one. I I had a band name, you know. I right. would show him in art class, like this is my band, and it, you know <laughs> it was the cover of our album, and it said the band name was Crate, and it was just it was a, a wooden crate with sh- uh, shit flowing out of it. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Sorry, mom. Um, it, it was like the, the album is called Excrement, and you know, like Jerry would look at me like, uh, shouldn't you be working on the assignment? You know, let me
0: ask uh, you, were you fifteen?
2: At that time, yeah, 15 yeah you, you, 16, right. Because yeah. that
0: that that is exactly like anytime there is some story like that. Like you were fifteen. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Unfortunately, I've probably sent pictures to him recently that are similar to that. Have yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> you've ever read the book uh, King Dork by Dr. Frank from this Mister T experience, unfortunately, they, great book, no. Great <laughs> it's a great book, and
0: it King Dork.
3: Yeah, it's okay. it's a hilarious book. It's kind of like Catcher in the Rye for the punk uh, scene, and a lot of what happens is basically. The high school experience that Marky and I had of just making up fake bands, fake lineups for the bands, fake track listings for bands, but never actually being able to record them, play them, write them. It was just all imaginary. And so, I mean, Marky and I, we've known each other probably since kindergarten, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, we uh, we started getting into intru- instruments at the same time. Do you remember? I think I bought a bass first. Yep. Do you remember that? Yep. It was from uh, uh, it was Gibraltar. Gibraltar Trade Center. <laughs>
2: what was it? PB, PB Bass That was about forty-five pounds. Yeah, it was probably right.
3: the heaviest heaviest base I've ever held, and I was a tiny little kid in the, high school. The
0: dirt mall. <laughs> it's yeah. gone.
3: Yeah, the I dirt know. mall is gone. Uh, so I I probably took like a month's worth of lessons, mm-hmm. poorly played a CCR song, <laughs> and then gave up. And, right, and for about
2: down on the corner, man. Yeah, that was yeah,
3: that's
4: classic. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, I
3: think it was probably about two years before you convinced me to play the drums, wasn't it? Yeah, because you because
2: you gave the bass to our buddy Jason, um, and then him and I started to just transcribe uh, Ramones and Pixies and They Might Be giant songs, and um, so we started to play a lot. But then we, yeah, we convinced, hey, we can't just do this as a two piece, you know, this isn't going right. to work. So we got to get Jerry to play a different instrument.
0: Right. Well. I I always feel like uh, drummers, it's like they get talked into playing the drums, or somebody gets talked into playing the bass. Right. (laughs) That's Uh, how
1: this entire band was formed. (laughs) It's Marky talking Marky talked everybody into this band.
3: (laughs) Uh, I only
1: only stuck around
3: because I had a truck that I could haul stuff to the shows in. I had a rehearsal space, and I could count to four, so they couldn't find anybody else that met all three criteria. Right.
0: Okay, so basically your entire band is, is Marky counting people. Yes. yes. Okay. Well, this that's, is the
1: new evol- evolution of crate. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Just, I got a concept the, idea
4: for the, the box next box album. Of shit. Yeah. Right. yeah. Just I got it. <laughs> that's it. Oh.
0: Excrement, actually. Yes. Excrement. Yeah. Yeah. Excrement. Excrement. It's
2: very professional. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I uh, I'm adding this book uh, onto uh, like Amazon. I'm, I'm, I'm like
2: purchasing it right now. Yeah, yeah I am It's nice. oh,
0: a great book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, I I look forward to reading it. So, yeah, wow, I, that's funny. You got to talk it's like from bass to drums, you know.
3: Most, I, I realized recently that yeah. most of my major life decisions involve Marky somehow, like gently um, influencing me to yeah. do something. And I mean, it sounds it sounds bad, but he's he's probably been like a really positive influence in my life because of that. So okay, I, I, it's appreciated. It, okay, it's not a. Yeah, it's not like Scotty where he was like an indentured servant. No.
4: Where just True, just him out no. of high school. Yeah. and He didn't know anybody. Well, like,
0: you know, honestly, like out of context, it's really creepy. Right. <laughs> yeah. Grooming most him in high school. school. Yeah, most of the rich yeah. when I would have to show up at
1: his house and wake him up to take him
2: to, to practice or gigs and
0: yeah. things like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, you're not the only one that had to do that. <laughs> yeah, you know, that well, was a story you know, of my life.
0: You know, Brian Setzer tells the same story about uh, he had a his his uh, guitar instructor primarily was like a jazz player. And he would try to, like, you know, bail on his lessons. The guy would hunt him down. And be like, no, you're coming. You know? And then now, you know, he's... Man, I could play half as good as he can. Anyway. Right. <sighs> Dreams. <laughs> <laughs> so there was, there's some story that, that Scotty and I are left out on. See, I'm just going to call them out instead of, like, waiting for the, the opportunity to present itself. Isn't it time for a commercial break? Uh- <laughs> no, not, no, 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 no. We have uh, seven minutes. Um, okay. Yeah.
3: Well, to backtrack to Marky's story about the Masters. last show at yeah. Smalls. Yeah, I was there. Yeah. We, um, as any small-time band, you, yeah. you, you have a band fund, and we had the band fund. And, Scotty, do you—
1: you left early for some reason. Do you remember that? I did. We left early because I think my girlfriend at the time was drunk.
3: I was going
0: to say, what was her name? that, would, that would make sense. So,
3: <laughs> so Scotty had left early. Marky and I stuck around because uh, I had the the uh, truck that we hauled everything in, and yeah. so we we had ridden together. And I distinctly remember we it was the end of the night, like two thirty in the morning in Hamtramck, and we get out, we load oh, everything up. A good
0: up. time in place.
3: And and Marky gets paid and we'd sold some gear and stuff and and so counting the cash and <laughs> i look at marky and i say we've got five hundred dollars in the band fund is that what we said something like five hundred dollars in the band fund yeah. it was in cash in our hands i said we could either divvy this up and give scotty some traveling money to get to vegas <laughs> or we could go downtown and bet it all on red Without missing a beat, Marky said, "Go downtown." He didn't even let me finish the sentence. <laughs> and I always had like I I never gamble. Yeah. I'm I'm too cheap to gamble. And so this one time I'm like, all right, free and clear. We're gonna we're gonna take this money. We're gonna double it. We're gonna triple it. We're playing roulette. Yeah. Go down to Greek Town. Yeah. Change it all in fifty dollar chips. We divvy it up evenly. Three rounds. Fifty. Nothing. Fifty. Nothing. Fifty. Within three minutes, we lost all the band fund. <laughs> we walked out of there within 15 minutes from parking to. Cashing in our chips to playing to walking back out. It was 15 minutes, and we just did the walk of shame all the way home. Just like, should have just given Scott. Was that a really
2: quiet drive? No, there was a lot of swearing back and forth. (laughs) Why (laughs) why did we do that type of thing? Um, No, No.
0: Did you, had you told him this before? Never. No, oh, this, you're just yeah. now finding no, this out? Yeah. He
1: probably believes that we weren't paid from that gig. <laughs> I, I, I still believe that we were paid for any gigs. <laughs> well, yeah. we weren't. Yeah. Most of the time. <laughs> well, hey, I paid we, you when you liked the We won on game. quite a few that's of them. True. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. yeah I made sure we you a just got beer, Scotty. Yeah, exactly. It paid for the beer. It's yeah, the independence go. all over again. <laughs> oh wow! That
0: that, that that's how that that went. Hashtag too
1: soon. We got paid. I got paid for my services. Okay. Throughout the uh, the okay. duration of the tour. Okay. We had a good sleeping arrangements and food was provided.
0: Okay, so you did for the for the stories for yes. the experience. Okay. The stories
1: are what came with me, at least.
0: Oh. <laughs> all right. All right.
1: No, I still love those guys. They were in. They actually came to Vegas. I want to say three years ago I stopped in, three or four years ago I stopped into yeah. Dive Bar and watched him, uh, watched him play, and it was, it was nice. It brought me back to the old days to, to see him play again.
0: Now, did you see No Effects when they were, when, when uh, Fat Mike made his? Uh, little... I did
1: not. It took all of about twelve minutes for someone to text me that it happened right after yeah. it happened.
0: Now I went to Ohio <laughs> to cover the Punk and uh, uh Fest that they had over in, Th- in Thornville. Yeah. And the day before, I find out that Fat Mike had been well two days before had been pulled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm thinking. Shit. Oh <laughs> But, yeah. but uh, the descendants were added to the bill. Yeah, and that was yep. that was cool. So, I don't know. but uh, yeah, I uh, wrong place to be saying dumb shit.
1: Well, exactly. I think yeah. I made that argument with a few people. Yeah. It, you know, because it's not necessarily a bad thing. Right, uh, what he said. Uh, it was in in good humor for the most part, but say it somewhere other than Vegas.
0: Right, I mean, like <laughs> what do you, what else do you expect out of Fat Mike?
1: Well, exactly. Right, that's um, his stick. Yeah, his, it is. That's his gig.
0: But uh, do it in like Denver yeah. or <laughs> know, like <laughs> yeah. do it in Reno. Right. Yeah. Even yeah. yeah. But yeah, I I I think that um, for somebody that has consistently said said offensive things, that he could probably have used a little bit of judgment there i'm yeah, sure he was man. going for like oh yeah this is a, I can this yeah, is perfect this is perfect yeah no
2: yeah this is a killer yeah. joke yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. well
0: it, it, even uh band, yeah. one of the other guys in the band gold, kind of sorry. like i think he, he set it up and fat mike oh, yeah, knocked they, it down
1: they, they chimed in together yeah, yeah. It, was, it was like in living in las vegas and going through that uh, with yeah, a lot of friends you were there right yeah, yeah. I, I would have been to the actual event uh, I was working for a country nightclub at the time and, oh wow uh, I had just left that place and we were a huge sponsor for the entire event so oh, wow. I would have okay. been downtown while that happened uh, lucky for me I wasn't but yeah, we had lots of friends much. down there yeah uh, and uh, any other city make
0: that joke I would have laughed but
4: right. uh,
1: yeah you, you do it in, in the city where it happened it's rough Yeah, it's rough
4: yeah, you know,
0: for me, I I, I will laugh. At, you know, I find a lot of like really awful things funny. Oh, yeah. That I didn't. I just I yeah. really didn't think it was funny just because of like location. And it was like six months after it happened. Yeah, too soon. <laughs> too soon. I mean,
1: <laughs> a little too soon.
0: Right. I mean, not saying that we make nine eleven jokes, but you know, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, we could now. I we could. Yeah, yeah. I guess we
1: could. No, still no. Still too soon. Okay. <laughs> no, too soon. I've got like sixty of them that I'm waiting to, yeah. to yeah. Up,
3: so. Hold off till cider days. <laughs> that'll, that'll go yeah, get his banned from that. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. I uh I
0: hear I hear from, from there's always somebody that has to tell me one every every year. It's a, like a dumb knock knock joke. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm not gonna say it on air because I'm not <laughs> fat Mike. I yeah, exactly. I yeah. You know, exactly. A little bit of class, you know, even though it is summer. Yeah. <laughs> and the Ronnie Dangerfield one, yeah. It was just like summer, you got no class. <laughs> oh my lord. Right? Yeah, I pulled that one out. That's a good one. It is. It is a really good one. All right, so we're gonna take a break shortly and uh we'll be back with like the last segment or whatever the hell this show is. Um It always goes off the rails in the last seven minutes. Perfect. Yeah. Well
1: It's the seven minutes in heaven. Yeah.
0: Right. I've had one show I mean, that, it it, that went off the rails the moment it started, but that was at the <laughs> other station. Nice. That involved uh, a, a fifth of agua. Have you had this? A G W A? It's uh decoconized coconized coca leaves, it's a liquor. It's mm. made out of cocaine.
1: That sounds delicious. Yeah. Good eye opener, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> probably got the show going.
0: Yeah, you, you, you. Uh, you know. Is this
1: is this one online? Can I check out this show? Yeah,
0: it is not, <laughs> but Are I
1: can get ordering... you a copy of it. Are you okay. ordering the agua right now too? No, anytime? I can't. <laughs> do you have to snort that or do you drink it? No,
0: you it? drink it. It's green. <laughs> All right, we'll be back in two minutes with more Motor City Juke <laughs> Joint. <laughs>
7: A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat but it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood so for now it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell but also in the ones that control your various body functions including hunger and thirst one researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism when food is abundant it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available but the problem with humans particularly those in developed countries is that food is almost always readily available so the more you eat the more fat you store and the greater becomes your appetite with another prescription for your health I'm dr. Jim Bragman
5: As a business owner, you're always looking to save money and cut costs where you can. And if you advertise on radio or television, you know it can get pretty pricey. If radio and TV aren't delivering like they promised, and you're looking for a more reasonably priced way to get your message to the masses, I've got an answer for you. New radio media. With live streaming and on-demand programming, your message can be seen throughout the day and you can worry a little less about cutting those costs. For more information, go to NewRadioMedia.com or call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999. If you need a fingerprinting service, A1 Fingerprints is the place to go. A1 Fingerprints specializes in fingerprinting for teachers, students, law enforcement, and more. A1 makes the process so easy and simple you can be in and out in 10 minutes. A1 does walk-ins so appointments aren't necessary a1 Fingerprints, located in Southfield on Southfield Road. Go to a1fingerprints.com for more information. That's a1fingerprints.com. It's that easy.
0: All right, welcome back to the Motor City Juke joint on newradiomedia.com. This is uh, the last segment of the show that will derail. Uh, I, well, probably not.
2: Yeah, no, we're very professional. Yeah, yes, Mild yes mannered.
0: Those are. These mild-mannered gentlemen from Armada that play in a Christian rock band. Uh...
1: Yes. We opened for Creed.
0: What? No, no we didn't. I no. was <laughs> like,
1: get out. <laughs> we're gonna get kicked off this thing. Right. Big and rich, man. This is the last seven minutes.
3: We're
0: derailing. A, yeah. Uh, well, what's what's uh what's the biggest band you ever opened up for? You know, more well, it's high-profile.
3: Rancid.
1: Yeah. Really? Rancid. Right on. Rancid and H2O was one of our last big shows before Smalls. August 1st, 2008. Yeah, Right on. And that
2: was an interesting one because Scotty was moving away, um, and he had told me months prior. I found out in April that um, Rancid asked us to play. It wasn't the venue. It wasn't uh, a booking agent here, which was really cool. It was Tim that wanted us on the bill because he had heard our record. And so they called me, and I – Accepted the gig knowing that he was leaving, and I was thinking after I hung up, like, oh crap, <laughs> I'm gonna have to con somebody else in the in the bass. Uh,
3: but what other high schoolers do, yeah, what know? other high that's, schoolers that's do, what
2: yeah. yeah. but <laughs> <head of. laughs> I started thinking, <laughs> kind of creepers, like, yeah. hey. <laughs> the
1: age limit or the age difference would have be been much more apparent at that time. It was, it was, yeah. Uh,
2: so yeah, it was, it
3: becomes very Woody Allen-esque, <laughs> yes. at that point.
2: So, but after speaking with Scotty, saying, hey, we got this thing, uh, this gig that could be uh, pretty cool. He, he decided to stay, you know, through that, um, through that show. Right on. Which, uh, which was awesome. It was a great experience for us and for the band, um, to play with them. Uh, yeah. But yeah, over the years we, we had some cool slots opening up for different groups. Um, you know, we got to play with, the uh, U.S. Bombs, the uh, the Queers, uh, what other group? I mean, a lot, lot, of different rockabilly groups, you know, yeah. like we, yeah. three, um, Three bad jacks and yeah. all, you know some of those different yeah, groups those that we play yeah. with, um, and then all the, the local bands you know that yeah. that we played with like uh, Coffin Cats, Coffin and Cats and who and are in Ast- a Chevy
0: commercial now. Did Ast- you see that? I just watched uh, it today. Yeah, uh,
2: just watched it. The Dutons, you know, all yeah, these Deutons, all these groups yeah. were in cash. You know, V8 Nightmare, which was
0: yeah. Yeah. Vic's band prior to yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, all all the local groups were always a blast to play with as well. Oh yeah, and we had a we had a great connection with a lot of those bands, which led to the punks and greasers unite shows and stuff. And yep uh it, we had a good little scene I yeah. think uh, it was building up
2: quite nicely
1: there and and I think we had the ability
2: to kind of cross in between those genres right. where, where a lot of bands would stay completely separate you know right and we were trying to bring those two scenes together and we were kind of a, a middle road obviously we were much more punk rock than than rockabilly but we we did have a little bit of that feel and uh, we got along with those bands so well that we could play one of their shows, they could play our shows and we tried to continue to cross that over as as much as we could.
0: Rock Billy is punk rock retirement, yeah. you know. <laughs> exactly. It is. It is. But you know, I tried to do the same thing. Uh and I even asked you if it was okay. And I about to do the punks and greasers, right? Yeah. yeah. And I tried, and I I took that idea and I mixed it up with um Vern Smith, who was uh he had a show on C Jam okay. a long long time ago. Um uh, and he had a show it was called uh, the Motown Hoedown. It was Wednesdays at 7 o'clock where he played Rockabilly and stuff like that. And we would talk back and forth and send each other um, bands. So he put on this thing in Windsor. Uh, it was called Cash versus Clash. And it was the two country bands playing uh, Clash songs and two uh, punk bands playing like Johnny Cash songs.
2: And I think you asked St. Yeah. St. Thomas to do it, right? Yeah, yeah. I did. No, we you guys couldn't. Yeah. Yeah, we couldn't. So
0: that, I couldn't get any punk bands on the bill. So I had to modify it and I got a bunch of rockabilly and country bands to play nothing but punk songs. Yeah. Okay. Now, Forty Four Territories, who were at the time called the Desolation Angels. Yep.
2: We played with them. D- oh played,
0: yeah. Yep. Uh, a uh, Talking Heads cover, "Psycho Killer," which is now on their new their new album. Like that was the first time they'd ever played it. Was that when was that that show? But I, I did find that punk bands not only do not want to practice and learn other songs, they don't want to do their own right you that, know? Is, that is correct <laughs> so it's like everyone I, I had like 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 several of them were like all about it until they found out like the whole concept of the show and they're like we gotta learn someone else's songs yeah he's they're like can we just like one or two like, no the whole premise of the show you know yeah. and yeah and but all like the country and rockabilly bands are like Fuck yeah!
2: Yeah, <laughs>
7: that's because those guys are really good. You know? <laughs> <laughs> They're musicians.
6: So you're putting musicians.
2: A, a, this time restraint on a band. You know, hey, we got a show in two months. You guys have to learn like 18 Johnny Cash songs. Like, that that's not possible, right? Yeah. Um, so that's the tough thing. But these rockabilly bands are like, oh yeah, we can do yeah. this in our sleep.
0: Well, I, I had, had gotten one uh, one country band to pull out a Cure song. I was like. What? Nice, yeah, but we are running out of time. We have uh, just about two minutes left. Um, so this gig, this reunion show, is August twenty fifth. Yes, cider days, cider days at Blake's Blake's uh, Orchard in Armada. Yep, right. And you have the High Views, and who else? The Uptown All Stars, Uptown All Stars, and then uh, and then another guest. Uh, I tried. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> another and, guest. And big we and named. rich.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I'm no, not going. it's just big. Yeah, it's just, just big. big. Yeah, rich no, isn't going to be there, but <laughs> yeah,
0: it's big and poor. Yeah, oh.
1: little and poor. Little and poor. Yeah, mm. it's their kids.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a poor midget. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. Uh, I'm not, I'm too tall to be a midget. Uh, so okay, August twenty fifth, cider days, Armada, Blake's, be there. Is yeah. there a cover? Is there,
2: it... there is. It's a beer festival. Um. So you can get tickets online, um, Saturdays. um, dot com. Okay. Uh, Get get your tickets. You can get the the passes where you get uh, samples of different drinks, or Mm -hmm. you can get a DD pass, and uh, it's a a cheaper price to get in and watch the entertainment. There's no booze.
0: Yeah, Disney driver. Okay. You you
3: You got to sneak it in.
0: Right. Yeah. All right, that, that's the punk rock way yeah, to go. Right. Yeah. All yeah. right, Sorry, I'd Blake. like to thank <laughs> Scotty, Marky, and Jerry the Red Shift for being in the studio today. Thank you to Tony and Angel for being on the other side of the glass and take care of things. And thank you for everyone for tuning in. I will be back tomorrow at 4 o'clock with more Mortar City Juke Joint right here on
4: NewRadioMedia.com.